Hello and welcome to our video summary of the novel Call It Sleep by Henry Roth. In this video we will be looking at the novel summary in addition to important contextual information that you need to know, particularly if you're writing about this for your coursework or exam, and also we'll examine key characters, themes and symbols when it comes to analysing this novel. Now when it comes to understanding this context, the first thing is to understand about the writer himself, Henry Roth. So he was born in what is today Ukraine, and this was in 1906. And although the exact date is disputed as to when he migrated to the US, it's estimated that it was around 1908 when he emigrated to Ellis Island and began life in New York. So he briefly lived in Brooklyn and then he moved to the Lower East Side with his family when he was young. And this is the slums where the novel is set. So we learned that Lower East Side was incredibly poor and it was essentially the ghetto when you considered New York at the time. Roth wrote using multiple languages and his mother tongue was Yiddish. And this comes through in his writing. Now, when you are examining his novel in particular, you'll find that common themes in his work include the Jewish American experience. He himself was Jewish uh, and he adopted an American uh, identity, albeit one which he questioned continuously. The other themes that he examines include immigration as well as the tr Jewish tradition of using metaphor and illusion. More broadly, when you're considering the context, it's important to be uh, aware of the fact that this novel was set in New York in the 1900s and this is a time of lots of change. So many people were immigrating into New York via Ellis Island including Roth and his family. Many came from Europe and moved into parts of the city that were dominated by others from their home country and some parts of Brooklyn were largely comprised of Jewish immigrants. However on the other hand they didn't live a very rosy existence and many of them at the time lived in slums and did a lot of hard work for very little pay. Now, when it comes to the novel itself, it begins with us meeting or rather reading about the toddler, David Sherl, and his mother, Genya, who arrive in New York in 1907. His father, Albert, has been there for a while already and he's been working and saving for them to come. Albert really struggles to maintain a job and as a result he's incredibly abusive to both his son and his wife after they settle with him in New York. We meet Genya's sister Bertha who also joins the family and one day David hears him talking and discovers that his mother might, may have had an affair before marrying his father. Bertha meets a man named Nathan who she marries and moves in with and they open a candy store. David begins his religious studies where he excels in Hebrew and one day he accompanies his father to his job as a milkman. He sees his father beat a man who tries to steal from him, nearly killing him. So David, obviously the main protagonist of the play, becomes friends by this stage with a Catholic boy named Leo. Leo asks to meet David's step-cousins Polly and Esther and these are Nathan and Bertha's children, so David, David's cousins from his auntie. And then we find that Leo takes Esther to the basement of her parents' candy shop and he rapes her. So she loses her innocence as well as her virginity. David goes to Reb Yidel and learns and tells him rather that Genya is not his true mother and his mother is dead. And he's the result of her affair with a non-Jewish man. Polly tells her parents about what Leo did to Esther and about the rape. And Bertha begs Nathan not to confront Albert about David's involvement with Leo. 
Nathan, however, goes to him anyway. Reb, Reb Yiddel tells Albert what David told him and Albert reveals that he allowed his father to get gored by a bull and he knew Genya had an affair and suspected David as a result of that. However, he won't listen to Genya and he thinks David is not his son. Afterwards, Nathan and Bertha arrive and David confesses about what happened with Leo. Albert discovers the rosary David got from Leo and tries to kill his son with his whip. The others restrain Albert and David runs away. He goes to an electri electrified rail and he touches it with a milk dipper to try and make it light up and he is shocked as a result. Nearby, people see this and they run to help him and an ambulance finally arrives after it's called and he's finally taken home. We then find a slight change in Albert because he appears to be very compa compassionate, perhaps for the first time, and his mother holds him. Now, when it com comes to the key characters, the first is obviously David Sherl. He's a young Jewish boy from Russia who moves to New York, and he's very close to his mother and very afraid of his abusive father. He becomes friends with an Irish Catholic immigrant boy named Leo. The other key character is Genya Sherl. She's David's mother, and she's patient and compassionate, even with her angry and abusive husband, and we're led to believe that she had an affair before they married. Albert Shell's the other key character, and he's David's father and Genya's husband. Finally, he finds a stable job as a milkman in New York City, which isn't very well paid. However, it is stable, and he doesn't believe that David is his son, and as a result, treats both him and his wife quite abusively. Now, when it comes to themes, the first is immigration. So the characters in this story immigrate to America for a better life and they think America will be much better than their old life in Europe. So America at this time in the early 1900s was known as a new world, whilst Europe is a classist place and dominated by monarchies. However, in spite of this, we find that the reality is very different and the lives of these immigrants do not change very much. Indeed, the problems that they have at home follow them to this new world. They don't necessarily find that they can ditch those previous identities that they had. And this shows that attitudes and personal problems can't be fixed simply by moving. The other key theme is identity. So we find that David's sense of identity is thrown into a question by a lot of things that happen in his life. So he moves to America at a young age, and this means that he feels like an immigrant. Uh, however, on the other hand, even if he does feel like an outsider now that he's in America, he still also doesn't really feel properly European because he grows up in New York. So he doesn't really develop this solid sense of identity. There's a question about whether he really is his father's son in addition. And the book shows that identity isn't something that's set. Instead, it's something that David must build for himself and it can be quite fluid. When it comes to analysing key symbols in the texts, the first is Isaiah. So the Jewish prophet is a symbol for David and he connects him with his roots. And hearing the story of Isaiah stimulates David to learn more about his religion, culture and where he came from. The other key theme and rather symbol is sleep. And sleep is really depicted as a metaphor for life in which an emotional side presides over a logical and practical one. We find that David often gets lost in a whirlwind of his own emotions, recollections and feelings as he's really alienated in the new world and the new neighbourhood that he lives in. Sometimes he brooded about various things until he fell asleep and he could no longer tell the difference between the dream and real life. So that's it. If you found this video useful, do subscribe and give us a thumbs up. Also, if you are seeking more 
in-depth material to accompany this video and also to accompany your studies on this book, do check out www.firstratetutors.com. We have lots of in-depth revision worksheets which you can use for this book as well as model essays on this novel that you will find really helpful. Thank you so much for listening.